The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It was absolute madness during the draft. Madness 30 minutes before. Madness 24 hours before. Things seemed set in concrete until they were not. Briefly, here is what happened. Massively consensus number one pick 24 hours before the draft ended up going third. The guy Houston restructured their, restructured their roster to draft, Paolo Bencaro, ended up going number one to Orlando. The team he actually rejected working out for five times. They asked him to come in for a workout five times. And he was like, his peoples were like, no, why would we do that? You don't even care. You're taking Jabari. And they were like, but we'd really like to evaluate all three of y'all. And they were like, no, we're good. We know you're taking Jabari. Stop playing around. And then they call back. and like, hey, we'd like, to see J- we'd like to see Paolo. And they're like, f*** off. We told you. You're taking Jabari. And they're like, you know, Monday of, the- Monday of draft week, they call. And they're like, hey, any chance we could just do like a Zoom workout? <laughs> and they're like, no, f*** off. Thursday, they're Wednesday before the draft, the day before the draft. They're like, hey, any chance you could just fly in? On the way to Barclays, we'll get you in on draft day. On Thursday, we'll get you out. Any chance, two-hour, three-hour flight, whatever it is, any chance. And they're like, it's weird that you would be asking us this the day before. But still, not interested. And I go in, fine. And they just decided, we're taking them anyway. Interesting stuff, very interesting. Sacramento Kings came out whiffed again they took keegan murray at number four when everybody thought that they could move down and they would move down there was a million suitors for Jaden ivy and now they got a guy who's probably in a dreamland kyle kuzma in a dreamland he turns into kyle kuzma yet they could have just drafted kyle they could have just taken that number four pick traded it to the wizards and gotten Kyle Kuzma and probably the number 10 pick. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Maybe you don't like Kyle Kuzma's decision-making, but he's a hell of a wing player and an athlete. And maybe that keeps Bradley Beal in D.C. Detroit Pistons could not have drafted Jaden Ivey faster. They were like, what? This guy's here? Yes. Excuse me? Yes. Created this complicated set of moves with Troy Weaver 24 hours ago with everyone killing the Pistons for trading Jeremy Grant for a bag of potato chips, which we talked about. And people wanted to then, after the draft, wanted to build a statue around Troy Weaver in Detroit. That's how fast things change. 
at least a dozen teams were jockeying to get Jaden Ivey after Detroit picked him. Like, no. They ended up also making some moves with that 2025 first-round pick that they got from Portland in the Jeremy Grant trade that everyone said that they got nothing for to get Jalen Duren. Yes, they moved up to the 12 spot, 13 spot, moved up to the 13 spot to get Jalen Duren. And somehow they screwed the Knicks over in the process. Let's discuss the Knicks. Probably the most disappointing draft night for Knicks fans. Stephen A. Smith, inconsolable. He's getting shoulder rubs from Spike Lee, like Spike Lee's name is Drake, and Stephen A.'s name is Nick Nurse on the sidelines of a finals game. They traded away their 11th pick for a bunch of future first-rounders that are protected basically for the entire first round. So you don't even get them. All right, we're going to give you 2023 first-round pick protected up until 29. Uh, Wait, what? So you're mean to tell me unless I win the championship next year, unless unless you win the championship next year, I don't get this pick? Yeah, yeah. Also, it's a Detroit pick uh, that doesn't convey unless they are the 19th pick or worse. Wait, so you mean to tell me Detroit has to make the playoffs next year in order for me to get this? Yes. And somehow... Leon Rose neglected to do that research. It's just a few few first-round picks that probably will never convey. They traded Kemba Walker. They moved Kemba Walker away, got rid of some cap space for Jalen Brunson. Player I love. A player you guys know that I like a lot. Table setter. Good point guard. Very traditionally sound. Set the table. Tough defensively. Villanova. Tough guy. But he's largely expected, uh, like at least on draft night, was largely expected to be back in a Dallas Mavericks uniform. So there's a lot of speculation about why you do that, baby. Why you do that trade if if he's going back to Dallas because you don't have any other options. Mark Cuban thinks he can resign him. Luca thinks he can. they can resign him. And it's probably going to cost him in the upper 20s to get him if they can get him. And now Wendy and others are reporting that the Knicks are inching closer to making Brunson a reality in New York because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. No, that's not why. Because Rick Brunson is an assistant for the New York Knicks, his dad. Yeah, the Brunson family. So they must have a little little home cooking. Uh, yeah, it's just not a coincidence there's another Brunson there. That's actually his daddy. But, this is a big-ass but, what if they can't get Brunson? What do they do? What if Brunson's like, sorry, Dad, I love you, but you saw what happened with Patrick Baldwin Jr., right, when he went to whatever school that was. Got his dad fired in the process. His draft stock boomed, kaboomed. Can they go and get DeJounte Murray with some of the whack-ass pieces that they have and trade those away and maybe have to move some first-round picks that they got that probably won't convey to San Antonio? Mm-mm. I don't know that R.C. Buford is d- doing that deal. I don't know if he's like, he will suss out that those trade, that those pieces and those, those first-round picks won't convey. He knows how it all works. This could be an unmitigated disaster. It's the Knicks. What do you expect? It's Madison Square Garden and Dolan. And I love Dolan. You guys know that. He's a good dude. <laughs> good dude, Dolan. I always say that. 
JD, and he's also uh, he's also a good uh, guitarist. I've heard he does a good job. Moving on, OKC found a way to make moves like only Sam Presti can. They picked Chet up at number two. They traded up to get Uzmeng Jang at eleven. They didn't have to give up twelve to get Jang at eleven. Took another skinny big man who can play and can pass. He's 6'11", 190 pounds, just like Chet. They should work out perfect together. They took Jalen Williams from Santa Clara at 12. Another good kid who's moved up the draft board. Then they took another Jalen Williams. Two Jalen Williams. Yes, one with the A-L, one with the A-Y-L. Yes, it's true. Uh, He played at Arkansas. The other one played at Santa Clara. It's true. Just a full-on kick-ass draft for for OKC to the point where I say, are they my league pass team? I'm not sure, but it's close. SGA, Giddy, Lou Dort, Chet, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams. (laughs) A lot of them chatter that they wanted to move up to seven. Didn't end up happening. Sam Presti. Still playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. Ended up trading three first-rounders to the Knicks, and they were the three least valuable first-round picks that he has out of the 19 that he has. And they still have 16 first-rounders in the next six years. Mm, mm, mm. Blazers! Fam. I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. I haven't seen the kid play. No one has seen Shaden Sharp play in the last 12 months. Shaden Sharp has not played any competitive basketball in the last year. But because of the way that these rules work, he was able to declare early for college, come in in the spring semester, thought about playing when his backcourt for Kentucky was all banged up. Calipari, mensch move, don't do it. You're only going to hurt yourself in your draft stock. We don't need this. They ended up getting bounced out of the first round. Calipari's high on the kid. Thinks he could be a first-round pick next year. Number one overall pick next year. (sighs) We took Shaden Sharp seven. What does that mean for a team that says that they are contending and building a contender around Dame in the immediate future, but we haven't seen him play basketball competitively in over a year? I don't know. Does that mean he could be a next superstar? Maybe. Am I patient with Shaden? Absolutely. Is Dame patient with Shaden Sharp? I don't know. Here's the thing that's the big upside. You listen to this guy Shaden Sharp talk. He says, I think I can be the best player to ever play basketball. I, what do I do? Since you don't have a comp on me, you don't have a scouting report on me because I've played no competitive basketball in 12 months. Well, let me tell you what I do. Straight line drives to the rim. I play above the rim at all times. I'm long. He's six foot. He's six foot five with a seven foot wingspan. Can shoot the three effectively. Plays very tough defense. He's skinny as hell. But if he wasn't skinny as hell, who does that remind you of? To me, Aunt Edwards. To me, shades of Brandon Ingram. Can he be the next Aunt Edwards? Can he be the next Bi? We're gonna have to see. In the midst of all this, like I said, Katie rumors flying around. No one wants to make moves in the draft anymore because they're like, we might need the cap space for KD. What does that do? Creates more chaos. 
Memphis Grizzlies seem to be involved in half the draft picks in the first round, ending up with Jake LaRavia and David Roddy at the expense of DeAnthony Melton. The Wizards did everything that they could do to push Bradley Beal out of D.C. Yeah. By drafting at 10 instead of going to get a veteran point guard with that number 10 spot. Feels like this was an interesting choice given the fact that Bradley Beal said that his number one priority in terms of his free agency decision is winning. Can a rookie point guard out of Wisconsin get you to winning in your prime, Bradley Beal? Even Bradley Beal, who I know is delusional, who I know wants to make this work in his heart, knows this is not the way. If I was a betting woman, which I am, I would bet that Bradley Beal is not happy right now with Johnny Davis on this team. What does that mean for his free agency status? Possibly deuces. Possibly deuces. San Antonio Spurs continue. A lot of, a lot of D.C. fans want him out because he's going to make $60 million. We'll have to see. San Antonio Spurs continue to march to the beat of their own drum. They do not give a f- about what anybody thinks. That's why they took Josh Primo 20 slots higher than anybody thought. That's why they started with the Draymond clone and, Z- and Jeremy Sohan. Got better with Malachi Branham at 20, who I loved. Then they ended up getting Blake Wesley at 25. All of them were way up the Spurs draft board. Branham being pegged as a mid-lottery pick at one point. Interesting, interesting stuff. I cannot wait to see how this all ends up. Do we have Matt McEwen on? Wow, what great timing. Amazing timing here. So, let's talk about it. So, first and foremost, yesterday we saw a series of unprecedented swings in the odds for who would go number one in the draft. In the span of eight hours, Jabari Smith went from negative 10,000, which means for every dollar you bet, you get back one penny, to plus 300, to plus 300, which means for every dollar you bet bet you get back uh three dollars and then it went back down again eventual number one pick paolo bancaro was plus 2200 which means every dollar you get back you get every dollar you bet you get 22 back 10 days ago never seen anything like this benedict matherin love him ben matherin maybe going to be one of the best players in the draft Pacers took him at number six, snake this. Jeremy Sohan, Spurs, very interesting pickup. I think he could become a more offensive shooting threat, but like a Draymond Green. Love Jake LaRavia in that pick. Grizzlies took him at 19. He's a dog. He fits in with what they want to do, absolutely. Max Christie on the Lakers, number 35. Quick little story, Lakers targeted Andrew Nemhard, but he went number 31. So they were very, very happy to get Christie in this spot. Probably ranked in the 20s on many draft boards. Basically a better version of THT. Lakers also ended up getting Scottie Pippen Jr. and Sharif O'Neal. Interesting pedigree of names there. And then the Pelicans end up getting EJ Liddell at 41. Is he going to be this this Ayu Desunmu version? Like a, somebody who slipped in the draft, probably should have been a number one pick or number first round pick. I'm not sure, but it could be. Who I think is sus? Keegan Murray. He's a diet wish version of Kyle Kuzma. I think he's an absolute dream if he becomes Kyle Kuzma. And I put this out there because the Kings have been atrocious in their draft history. This is a team that took Marvin Bagley at two. Luka went three. Took Thomas Robinson at five. Dame went six. Jimmer Ferdin at ten. Clay went 11. So the Kings don't get any benefit of the doubt from me at all. 
when Keegan is a, is a nice piece, that's fine. But Jaden Ivey was the guy that everybody said will will make an impact now, and the Kings are going to get murdered for this pick. I also am a little suspect on Dyson Daniels, a little suspect on Usman Jang. We'll break that down more next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.